Check one, two. Check, check. And we're back. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everybody, and thank you for joining us on this episode of Chatting with Country. Um, On the line with me, I have Sadan. Oh, wow, Don. Well, I'm back. Thank you for bringing me back again. I feel feels good to be invited back. (laughs) I know y'all are probably like, why is this girl laughing? Because I got issues. But um, this is our recording for our Be Well, My Beloved Wednesday. And on this episode, we are going to be talking about resentment. So what is resentment? It's, It's being bitter where you feel like you're treated unfairly or just resentful of other people and the things that they have. And so we are going to share a few things with you and some ways to overcome it. Take it away, Sadan. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Well, before we just go running off in, in the solutions and all that, Right now, you know, beloveds, you know, how y'all doing out there, beloveds? You know, somebody's listening, somebody's watching, you know, somebody's thinking that, man, that I've done everything right. I went to school, I go to church, I don't bother nobody, I don't be in nobody business. You know, I work hard on my job and everybody's doing better than me. And and that can hurt because we see it in our families. So, you know, you get to a certain point in life and people start saying, well, you should be married by now. Or you get to a certain point in life and people say you should have been further by now. You should have done more. You should have gotten your master's. You should have gotten promoted. You should have gotten a husband. You should have kids. And all of those things start to weigh on you, you know, because now you start hearing it in your head because they're looking at other people and they're judging other people against you. And then you start looking at other people and start judging your people. You know, you start looking at people's social media. You start looking at people's cars and houses. And now you start thinking, maybe I should be further. You know, and when you do that, it makes you start to question God. You know, it makes you start to then look at, at the creator and say, what am I doing wrong? And that's where that resentment starts to creep in because now you feel like the person who's not working as hard as you doing better than you. You know, the person that lies, steal, and cheat, they got a husband. You know, the person who is lazy got promoted. But the reality is sometimes what you see is not the truth. Yeah, What you see you know, as we were talking before, you know, in our little pre-show, um, a lot of that stuff's fiction. Right. So when you start looking at the, the the person who has a husband, you know, I made the joke. I was like, you don't really know that her husband ain't worked in three years and she paying all the bills. And if you ask her on the right day, hey, she'll give you her husband. 
Like, take him, his video game. <laughs> Here you go. Come get and the whole damn man. You can have him. And his mama. Hmm. The you dog. You, you want it all? There you go. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I would say the first thing to really try to to do, because I know, you know, people want practical stuff that they could, can walk away with and not just theories and conversation. The first thing I would say is everything you see automatically be skeptical. You know, well, because you, you know, it say, you know, believe none of what you see and half of what you hear. There's so many people walking around here with these fictitious lifestyles, right? We was talking about um, the BBLs and different things like that. You know, everybody out here trying to achieve uh, these model looks, these worldly looks, not knowing that they have these inner things going on at home. You know, some people get up and they go to work in this routine every day and they work hard to present what they see. And like you had said, you know, um, they traveling, going on trips, but they showing you two days out of 365. And so right. now here you are trying to achieve this lifestyle, not knowing that they life's been turned off for two weeks or, you know, uh, they credit cards is all maxed out because they trying to keep up with the next door neighbors, just like you trying to keep up with them. Right. Yeah. So so-and-so was over in Beijing. Right. And so, honey, what are we going to do? Can we can we go um, to Europe? You know what I'm saying? No. Can you just sit home and in the backyard, we gonna put a, a, a wood pit back there? And get the barbecue grill and put some palm trees and run some lights and turn on some soft music and we can do this at home. You know, everything don't have to be all fancy, but you got to get accustomed to, you know, what you like to do or that's when that resentment set in. Exactly. And then, you know, even above all that other stuff, just stop looking at it. You know, I mean... Stop looking for, I mean, take a social media break. I know you listen to our podcast. You're like, how do people on the podcast tell me to take a social media break? But in reality, man, turn, turn. Hey, I did it for what, three months? From the end of December to like the beginning of March? I did one and it was great. You know, I didn't miss a thing. The same sugar, honey, icy was still going on when I got back. Exactly. So to, to be very clear about it, Anything that's not feeding you a positive, reinforcing feeling, shut it down for a little while. Limit it. Because if it's not feeding you joy, then it's giving you anxiety. And if it's giving you anxiety and you continue to look at it every day, that's going to have an effect on your emotions. It's going to have an effect on your physiology. It's going to have an effect on your ability to, to walk into this world and present the best version of you, which is ultimately going to affect your money, affect your ability to be healthy, affect your ability to be a good human being and do more harm than good. So if you can't look at social media without like that's some bull, if you can't look at, you know, certain TV shows without being outraged, then stop doing it. I mean, for me, I had to stop looking at like all of the dating stuff, you know, because mm. for me, it was like, yeah, this makes absolutely no sense. You know, like guys are mad at the women, the women are mad at the men and you get caught up in other people's stuff. And now you mad. And these not even your your friends. These not even your fights and your arguments. So step one, first thing off the top. If if social media is giving you too much anxiety and you feel too invested 
in a negative way in what's being said in the comments and what's being, you know, presented to you on your timeline, pull back. You know, that's the first thing. Well, I guess technically the second thing, because the first thing was, you know, don't believe the hype. Because, you know, like Country said, you know, they showed you two days out of 365. You know, you don't know if they're they they're in a happy relationship. You don't know if they're healthy. You know, you find out down the line that that person was sick going through and you've been jealous of somebody who had cancer. Right. You know, you you've been looking at somebody who losing weight because they have an autoimmune disease and you thinking that they in the gym. You know, so you really can't believe everything. So that's the thing, you know, be very skeptical. And to turn off the BS, you know, because it's not helping you. You know, well, um, go ahead. Well, and I was just going to say, um, too, you said turn off the BS, you know, and just to add a, maybe a 2B, right? Change your surroundings. <coughs> you know, if, if you're around people that steady talking you down, you know, ill speaking, not building you up like they care, or if you feel like they ignore you, you know, a lot of people turn into stalkers and things like that because they feel mistreated by certain things maybe it's the woman maybe it's the man maybe it's the job right you start to feel less than sometimes you have to get out of those environments so that you don't build this inner anger hate resentment towards things if that makes sense like totally change your environment so you can change your intake so that can help you become a better person because if i'm removing myself from these things in these situations and I'm pouring positivity into myself, now I can blossom, right? Now I begin to wear the confidence and, and, you know, just look and project it from the inside out. And it's real. It's not fictitious. My smile is real. I'm not hurting. You know, I'm not in pain. I'm not sick. A lot of things come when you harbor and, and, you know, all of these different emotions, it turns into all of those different illnesses. So change your surroundings. Get get out of there. And let's keep it a buck. And that might mean you can't go to all the family functions. It might mean you need to limit the amount of time that you talk to your mama. It might mean that, you know, your friends in general have to take a back seat. I mean, one of the things that really helped me change my mindset is that I stopped hanging out with the people who are hurting me you know because if people are constantly judging you and constantly trying to shame you and constantly trying to tell you what you should have or what you should do without ever walking in your shoes then you need to be away from them because if you're going to change 90% of the people around you don't want you to that's right. They want you to be, just say that again, right? 90% <laughs> of the people don't want you to change. They benefit from you. They benefit from you being right where you are. Exactly. <laughs> Come on. Make that, paint that picture even a little bit bigger. Like, you know, a person is benefiting off of your loneliness. Right. They know that they could come to you at any given time and say whatever because they know your routine. They know what you out there doing. They know you smoke weed and I can come to your house and get high with you, get drunk with you. You know, those type of benefits. 
Well, let me get five dollars. Go here's ahead. The, here's the thing. So let's just let's just let's, let's, let's look at it. So if you a good loyal ride or die friend, you solid. Now, more than likely, somebody in your peer group need a ride, need some money, need something to eat, need a place to stay. And if you're always willing to be the one, then they're going to always be turning to you. So if you say, well, you know what? I'm thinking about moving. Girl, you don't need to move. You know, if you're the one who always drives and you decide you don't want to go to the club no more, how they going to get there? You know, if you don't want always picking up the check and always making sure everybody good, as soon as you decide to choose yourself, they taking a loss. You know, even in your family, you know, sis always got me, you know, now they're not doing the best that they can because they know that you're going to cover the difference. Mm-hmm. You know, they ain't worried about no school clothes because they know you gonna buy them. Them babies need some school clothes. I got to, I got to make sure my grandsons got this. I got to make sure my nieces got that. I got to make sure my brother got this. So now, not only are you hurting yourself, but you handicapping them. Mm-hmm. You know, and at the bottom of all of this, you're keeping yourself from being the best version of you. You know, I love my friends. But when I started trying to really work on my physical, I had to stop hanging out, you know, because I knew if I hung out with my friends, they was going to want to eat and drink. I knew if I hung out with my uncles, he was going to want to sit around and we was going to drink. We was going to kick it. So I needed that time back, one, to do work. Two, I needed that time back so that I could then put it somewhere where it was going to benefit me, like going to the gym or like getting my walks in or getting my workouts in. But they weren't happy. You know, they were like, oh, you didn't changed. Oh, you think you well, and you haven't, you know, so sometimes people get, can get caught up in that. Yeah, I'm changed. You're not supposed to stay the same. It's okay to keep, you know, your foundation, right? But as long as you're changing and you're growing, then yeah, I'm changing. And that means some of you may have to go. You know, because I'm trying to surround myself with like-minded people, mm-hmm. right? I don't want to go backwards. I may want to drink a little less. I may want to watch a little bit more TV or spend my leisure time in the way that I want to. And if you don't, you know, adhere to that, then that's your thing, right? Because I'm still out here trying to make sure I'm being the best version of me. I don't want to dislike you because of the new car you got. Do I wish I had one? You know, those, all of that is the resentment part. And so now I don't even speak to you in the morning anymore because you upgraded your car. But I don't know all the ass you sold to get that car or the accident that you had to have and the healing that you had to go through to get the check to be able to get that car. I don't know if great grandma Betsy donated the car to you. You know, I don't know your situation. So we always have to be mindful of the next person's situation. Like uh, you were saying, Sadan, you know, hey, I don't want to hang around these same people. So I have to stop because I'm trying to stop drinking and I'm trying to work on myself and where I'm going. And so you're not going there with me. Oh, man, chatting it up with you. But all these activities that you're doing, I can't entertain them right now because my health is more important. Right. I want to add 20, 30 years on to myself. 
right? And so if you resent me for that, then I'll shake your hand, so be it. I wish you well. I got to go. But it's a cycle. And here's how that cycle going. This is funny. I'm going to break this down for you. So when you first start trying to change, they're going to hate. You know, you think you you think you better than us. Are you trying to change? They're not going to believe you. They're going to tell you that ah, this ain't going to last. We'll see you. And then after a while, they see you not coming back. Then they're going to hate even harder. Mm. You know, now, you know, that's when they really start putting out the rumors on you. You know, they really start dragging you on social media. They really start putting your business in the street, trying to get you back with them. Because they don't want mm-hmm. you to leave because you leaving in their mind without them. Okay. But somewhere in all that, when you finally start to, to show some change, you know, you finally start to, to graduate, you finally start to get the new job, you finally start to feel better, look better. Then all of a sudden, they become fans. Mm-hmm. You know, you was my girl, you been my girl, I knew you could do it. Because now just, you the meal ticket. Right. You was just hating on me. Girl, I was just trying to motivate you. What? What? Wait a minute. So the same. Well, but you know what? Uh, some some folks look at that as motivation, though. You know the the negative speaking and different things like that. That that's motivation to some. And if that's motivation for you, then God bless you. But mm-hmm. I prefer personally prefer people who believe in me, people who support me, people who understand and encourage me. You know, people who are not trying to actively tear me down or cause me emotional harm. You know, and don't get me wrong, it's gonna be some nice you bored because all your friends out doing whatever and you at home. A lot of nights, a lot of long nights. Yeah. But when you finally get whatever it is that God wants to give you, because again, if you're listening to this, it's because God wanna give you something. Cause God wanna do something for you, because God got big plans for you. The fact that you tuned in is a sign. You know, that there is greater ahead of you. And the word that's being given to you right now is going to bear fruit in your life if you receive it. Mm-hmm. So this this pulling back from the people who are pulling you in the wrong direction. Yeah, it's going to be a lonely period in there. But then when you start to find the right group of people, and you start to find people in that group of people who can encourage you, enlighten you and elevate you. Then you'll see, oh, now I understand. Mm-hmm. You know, because not only will you have the life that God is trying to give you and the benefits of that life, some of those same people you'll be able to then go back and help. Mm-hmm. You know, because you got a roadmap on how to do it. You know, I'm not telling you something that I didn't live, that I didn't do. You know, I literally like man. I, hey, I'm one of the most social people you ever met in the house out streets not eating the same things not doing the same things you know not hanging with the same people and when i developed those new habits man they bear fruit you know so for the person at home instead of looking at people saying man i should have what they have understand that god's timing (laughs) ain't the same for everybody and some people are rushing trying to get something that God ain't ready to give them yet. But that does not mean that God is not going to give it to you. You know, the only thing that you can do is work on your health mentally and physically, you know, develop 
good habits, develop your gift so that when your time does come that you're ready. Well, and be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Right? Because you're you're wanting these things and this lifestyle and what you see, right? I always mm-hmm. say believe none yeah. of what you see and half of what you hear. So be careful what you wish for because you're wanting these things, which means you wish for hard enough, you might end up getting their experiences time 10. Right. But then in the end, you might end up getting just what you was wishing for. But look at all the suffrage you had to go through. You know, and some people, you got to remember that Satan give gifts too. Right. And make it look good, you know. So do I really want this? Because what is it going to cost me? Right. Which is why you can't rush. You know, there are people who, who rushed into marriage before they really knew this person. And now they're married to somebody they don't want to be married to. You know, there are people who took jobs because it seemed like the great thing to do. And now they trapped in a job they don't want. You know, so if there's a third thing, you know, be patient. You know, some of the things that are being presented to you right now are not for your good. Some of the people in your face right now are not for your good. And if you're rushing, trying to get something that someone else has, because you think that that's the key to happiness, or that's the key to making your mama proud, or that's the key to, you know, getting a certain level of status and respect, you may end up trapped, you know, because that wasn't God trying to give it to you. That was you pressing and wanting and needing. Did I do this or did God do it? Something that wasn't yours. You know, I mean, a lot of times we, we get into stuff and then it's too late. We signed the paperwork already. You know, we ain't, we ain't consulted wise counsel. You know, we ain't really stepped back and really looked and said, is this the right thing at the right time for the right reason? We just said, oh, I want it. You know, and as someone who does business with entrepreneurs who on social media look great, most of the time when I'm meeting with them, when I'm talking with them, it is because they have jumped out there and gave somebody a whole lot of money without doing their research or without fully understanding what they were getting in exchange for their money. You know, and that's the part that hurts my heart that people, like you say, the devil give gifts too. that people were literally trying to deceive them. But part of the reason you are easily deceived is because you're looking too hard at what other people got, Mm -hmm. you know, Oh, I wanted that car. I got to have that car. And now you got a car note and an interest rate mm-hmm. that you can't afford. And your job about to give out. Right. <laughs> but if you were patient and you weren't so envious and you weren't so determined to have something to make someone like you. <laughs> because ultimately at the end of this, you have to be honest with yourself. I'm doing this for acceptance. And I'm mad and resentful because I don't feel like I'm being accepted and appreciated. But if the people don't appreciate you for being you, do you really want it? Do you really want to play a role in order for people to appreciate you? You know, If the only way that somebody's going to appreciate you is if you go out and get liposuction and a fake butt, do you really want them? Hmm. You know, 
if the only way somebody's going to appreciate you is if you are out here with your breasts out and your butt out doing stuff that you ain't comfortable doing. Do you really want that? Yeah. And we have to remember that good things take time. Right. But it's just like, you know, when we were kids and, you know, and the boy would say, if you love me, you would do it. I don't know nobody that ever turned out good for. Hmm. You know, because if he love you, he'll wait. You know, something so. that I ain't never had to hear. So uh, <laughs> kudos to me. Right. If you love me, you're going to do this. Uh, no, I'm not. But I mean, uh, we're in a time right now where, you know, people are trying to have threesomes and people are trying to, you know, mimic and emulate, you know, stuff that they think is going to make them more acceptable and more popular. So if you're a, a woman and you're not really able to secure a healthy relationship, you know, but you got a man, not a healthy relationship, but you got a man. <laughs> and now that man is threatening to leave you and you don't want to be left because you're afraid to be by yourself and you don't want to go back to being lonely and you don't want to go back to being a girl without a boyfriend. And now he says, well, why don't we have a threesome? You might not be comfortable with that, but the thought of being by yourself again might be too much and you might do something you don't really want to do. Oh, that's so sad. People got to get it together. But the thing is, is when we're out here and we're looking at people who have relationships and they feel like they're superior, you know, the wives, we the wives, we ain't the girlfriends, or you need to get a man. That's that's your problem. You ain't got no man. Uh, and you, people are constantly telling you that. Then when you get one, it's like, okay, cool. Now everybody like me. Everybody love me. I'm so fly. I'm all of a sudden pretty. And my water tastes better. <laughs> you know. Hmm. So now you you got a certain level of status. So now the thought of not having that status and having to go back to general population for some people is too much. You know, same thing when people lose their job. You know, you've been a director, you've been a manager, you've been the leader, and all of a sudden you unemployed. Do you really go on social media and let people know? Do you really let people in your family know? Or do you keep trying to fake it until you make it? There's you a know? lot of people out here faking it until they make it. But exactly. then the people that some people are choosing to want to be like right and then it, it goes back to you know uh be careful what you wish for you know do you i really want track. a situation like this yeah do i really want to be in a situation like this but it's Not all around my way out but it's all around being accepted and liked but if you don't like you there ain't enough people to like you to change that you know, if you're a man, you know, and you out here, you like, man, I'm I'm trying to get a nice car so girls will notice me. Okay, so now you can't eat because you're paying $700 a month for this sports car or for this sports utility truck. You know, but now women like you. But do they really? You know, 
all this time you were looking at other guys like, man, I'm, I'm just as good as those guys. So now you finally jump the fence and spend the money that they spent to get what they got. And then you realize it ain't all it's cracked up to be because the oil change on this thing is $200. You know, cause the tire on this thing is four or $500. You know, every time something breaks down, you got to take it back to the to the dealer because you just can't take it to the alley mechanic no more. But you did it because you wanted to fit in. You wanted to raise your level of status because you didn't like the way you would be treat, being treated and you felt like I'm as good as they are. Yeah. But if you're going to do something, the best thing you can do, one, is realize that all the glitters ain't gold. Two, you know, if it's causing you too much anxiety, stop watching it. Three, plan your path out, work your plan and be patient and know that your day is going to come. You know, and then the fourth thing to add to all of that is start to to look at all the wonderful things that you do have. You know, look at your health. You know, look at the fact that you have a job. Look at the fact that you have people around you that you love and people that love you. Look at the way that you live your life, the person you are, because those are the things that never change. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I personally am grateful for the fact that I get to do this for a living. You know, I'm grateful for that. You know, I'm grateful for the fact I get to work out and sit in the sun and, and meditate. I'm grateful for the fact that, you know, I got clients that trust me. But then also understand, man, I'm ethical and honest and hardworking and I don't cheat nobody and I don't want nobody to cheat me. So even if nothing else ever happens, I'm grateful for all I got so far. And if I get nothing else and this is all I ever get, then I'm grateful for that. So you really have to, to exercise some 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 mindfulness and gratefulness and look at what you do have. You know, maybe you never get to go to Dubai. But, man, at least, you know, I'm not homeless. <laughs> right. You know, because there's some people who went to Dubai a couple years ago and they homeless right now. You know, because when you jump out there, it's just a big trap. You know, like you said, you get trapped. You know, all those people who bought those big old houses with them bubble payments mm-hmm. hidden in there. Them bubble yeah, the- payments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the first couple, two, three years, oh girl, you know she got that new house. But then year five, a mortgage that was one payment, mm-hmm. right, is now thirty six hundred. Mm-hmm. You know, but you have no freedom. You budget that long term. Right. But now you got no freedom. You're a debt slave. Mm. And God is trying to make you free. So maybe it takes you a little bit longer to get a house, and maybe you know you don't get the instant gratification and the star status that some people are getting right now, but two years from now, when you do buy it, you're able to buy it and buy it at a interest rate that you can afford, able to buy it, you know, with no strings attached, able to buy it and keep it. As opposed to now being somebody who has to sell it or somebody who has to walk around secretly mm-hmm. in shame, you know, cause you're like you say, you resenting somebody who crying in bed every night. Mm-hmm. You know, you jealous of somebody, envious of somebody who ain't got a dollar to their name. They just look good on social media. You know, I think um, for people that's 
dealing with resentment, you should begin to do a self-reflection. And later on, we're going to talk about self-awareness and self-value. But um, I think you should figure out where that resentment comes from, what's causing that. And then we have to always be mindful that life happens. Mistakes happen. Choices happen, right? But it's a lesson in everything. And you have to learn and find that lesson so that you don't keep on making those same mistakes again. It's okay to have your feelings. It's okay to process your feelings. So find somebody that you trust, you know, and it may have to be outside of your inner circle, you know, a therapist or a church, your pastor or somebody in your church, whatever your outlet way is, even if it's calling one of the the crises numbers and just talking to somebody on the other end of the phone line that can give you some pointers or point you in the right direction, I would say reach out to those people. But then I go back to, again, you have to allow yourself time to feel and to process what's going on inside of you. Um, For women that's making all these body alterations, you have to figure out who you are. And those changes, you know, y'all out here looking for quick fixes and nothing is quick. Nothing, you know, people say all of a sudden, nothing is all of a sudden. Whatever yeah. happens was going to happen, period. Right. And so we look, something? go ahead. Okay. Now, as somebody who has a lot of experience dealing with women who've had drastic um, physical changes, my conversations with them and my experiences with them is that, yes, they do get more attention. However, the attention that they've gotten has not made them feel any better about themselves. It, in fact, has had a negative effect. You know, yes, I do go on more dates, but now I go on dates with guys who really are only going on dates with me because I got to want to touch my booty. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. You know, now I got guys that are lying to me and guys that are are overly aggressive towards me and overly sexual towards me because I lost a hundred pounds and now, you know, I got an hourglass figure. Or I got, I got new boobs. So it's not that they want to be in love with me. It's not that they want to get to know me. They've, they're sexualizing me and they're fantasizing me. And it's not putting me in a position to have a connection in a relationship. You know? So if you're considering it because you're not as marketable, quote unquote, in the dating field, I would say give it a few more months. Maybe start walking. Maybe start hitting the gym, and really take your time. You know, them doctors ain't going nowhere, and if they go somewhere, to be some new ones. But take your time and really see if you can help yourself come to a more solid foundation emotionally and in regard to your self esteem. Well, yeah. and that, 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 this advice is for guys too, you yeah. know, because I've been watching the guys do uh, eye injections and lip injections and, 
you know, starting to take different hormones and different things like and that. And she polished the hell out of their face. <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> Whatever. That was not nice. We're going to throw that comment out. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be here. But being consistent, you know, consistency is the key, right? You want a bigger booty, get out there and just do hella squats and leg lifts and lift some weights in the legs and all of that different stuff that targets certain areas. If you can't afford a personal trainer, YouTube got a nice lineup. Netflix. On just theory. add it, work Nike out. Has, Nike, has on, no, Nike on Netflix, Orange Theory on YouTube. Yeah, see? So um, there I'm are... I'm not saying I don't get the BBL. I'm just saying do understand both sides of the coin. If you go do it, that's your business. I'm not judging you. But do understand that if you're getting it to get more attention from men, you may not get the attention that you want. You may get a different kind of attention, which may be worse. It caused you to be locked in the house and getting choked up. <laughs> that ain't funny, but I mean, I know some people who, who you know, them been in them situations and they called and, you know, it was just like, hey, I'm locked in the house and I can't get out. And I said, I told you it was going to happen to you because this has been a pattern for over 30 years. And nope, I can't call nobody to help you get out. You'll stay there for two days until he decides to come back home because that's what he does, you know. And so um, I had to giggle at that. I mean, they're not together now, but look at what that person had to endure because she saw she saw the previous relationships and while they were while he was out in public, the women were smiling and the pictures looked good. So she was after that man. And she left her child's father to be with this man, but she got everything that went along with him. He beat the hell out of this woman. He locked him in the house. Bars was all the way around the house. He locked the, the first door and everything. Be careful what you wish for. Um, yeah, that's people, it for me. What you, what you got? And when people are lusting after you, that brings out some weird folks. Hmm. So I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm just saying you know, and all things, you know, take your time and, and consult God and consult some people who've done them. You know, consult some people who will find some wise counsel. You know, continue to listen to chatting with country, you know, because um, at the end of the day, it's about being fulfilled. It is not about attracting things that are only going to bring heartache and sorrow with them. You know, so whether it be the job, whether it be the man, whether it be the body, you know, whether it be, you know, the bigger house, you know, do realize and count the cost before you do it. You know, and when you count the cost up, realize that, hey, man, this might be a little bit more than I want to pay. And it's OK. Mm -hmm. You know, but the last thing you want to do is continue to look at other people thinking that they're getting something that you should be getting because you mess around and find out that you don't want it once you get it. And that is the the bottom line, you know, whether it be end up being locked in the house, you know, whether it ends up now you can't walk in a store without somebody mm -hmm. saying, oh, girl, damn, oh, you thick as hell. You know, whether it be now you got all these bills and you can't retire because you finally got your dream house, but you spent too much to get it, you know, or you riding around in this, you know, luxury vehicle with three good tires and one donut because you can't afford mm -hmm. to tire <laughs> like there are so many other things in life that bring you peace and joy, not happiness, peace and joy. 
you know, in the words of Kirk Franklin, I want you to have joy because if you're happy, that means you got to have something happening. Mm -hmm. You know, joy mm -hmm. come from inside. So peace, joy, and what other people think of you is their business. That's their problem. You know, and everybody can't even come in my house. It's only a handful of people that can say that they, you know, have been in one of my houses because people carry different energies, yeah. right? You, We go back to that peace, to that joy, and the wrong person can cross that threshold and, and cause havoc, you know, or even on the telephone, right? Yeah. Somebody might call and just suck you dry like the helium coming out of a balloon, you have to be careful. You have to be careful about your intake and your output. You know, try to take in as much positivity as you can. Try to let out as much positivity as you can. Do we have our down days? Yes. Do we need time to process sometimes? Yes, but that's okay. But as far as resentment goes, you got to be careful because it's a spiraling, trickling effect that plays so much bigger parts as far as your health and your mental, your job. It, it just piles up like Jenga chips, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we have to really be mindful. So um, you got something else and then I'll do takeaways. Okay. Well, um, again, you know, thank you, you know, for inviting me back. Um, all my beloveds out there, you know, again, God is ready about to do something for you. And this is just the runway. You know, we get lined up, we get in order and things are about to take off for you. So take these segments each and every week and really start to hone in on, on what's being said, because this is for a specific group of people. And if you're listening, you're part of that group of people. You know, people don't meet me on accident. You know, that's what I've always said. And people who meet me typically end up doing really big, great things. So the fact that you can hear the sound of my voice says that you are one of those people. So let's take this seriously. Let's take ourselves seriously and really try to focus in and dig in and do the work over the next months and, and see what God has for us. Mm -hmm. All right. And so, as always, Sadan, thank you for being a part of Chatting with Country. I'm so excited to see where, and, and all of this, these Wednesdays, they belong to him. I laughed in the beginning because he's supposed to have brought us in. So let me just shed some, some laughter. Um, but he got to get used to that again. He from the radio world. He know how it works, right? Exactly. Um, but these Wednesdays are definitely um, dedicated to him. Um, Grown Rich and Fit on Facebook and Mondays is skipping me on Mondays, but Wednesdays are Wellness Wednesdays. And that's something that he has been um, very true and proud of. And so Chatting with Country is just really partnering with Grown Rich and Fit so that we can bless you all and bless your households. Um, and so some takeaways for today is believe half of what you see. All of that stuff that glitter is not what's up. And so stop wanting this fictitious world real fast, right? Some things have to go through the crock pot. You can't have everything microwavable. Um, turn off the BS. Get off of Facebook. Get off of TikTok. You know, cut, cut some phone calls loose. Change your environments. Place, limit, place limits on the people that's causing harm to you, that's talking to you negative. Uh, negatively 
um, trying to bring you down and just throwing stones at you. Why do I want to keep surrounding myself with somebody that's steady throwing stones at me every time, right? I don't want to be a part of that. Um, let the haters hate. So what? Because you don't have them new shoes on. Your game plan might be different. Instead of buying shoes, you saving, putting it in your retirement. You don't need those shoes. So let them hate. Usually when you got a hater, that means you're doing something right. So keep doing what you're doing. Be careful what you wish for. Be consistent. Be patient. And most of all, connect with your higher power, whatever that may be. For me, I choose God, you know, and try to keep those that line of communication open and your ears open and your heart open so that you can hear from him to know the things that you are supposed to be doing. And, and on that note, if you hanging out with me, I'll hang in there with you. Peace. <laughs>